0: irreverent,
1: entertaining, cool, you're listening to L.A. Talk Radio. You're
2: listening to Drinking Dirty in Jersey with Chris Finley and Cassie Finley right here on
3: L.A. Talk Radio.
2: Cheers everyone and welcome to Drinking Dirty in Jersey live on LA Talk Radio and tonight we have a very special drunk episode for you as we are being filmed tonight for an episode of Beer Snob TV, very exciting. And joining us in studio, hope I get his name right, is David and uh, say hello David, how are you doing? You got, David, that's good. You yeah, got good. it right. Excellent. <laughs> We're off today. to a good start. Yeah. <laughs> We're very excited that Like he's it was us. complicated or something. <laughs> right, no, but I had a different name written down. I don't know if it got complicated. No, that's the, the other names. guy. Okay, all right, great. Right. So <laughs> it is David, so we're good. We're off to a good start. Excellent. Um, now, we will get back to David uh, in just a little bit, and uh, but we also have calling in tonight Jim Crooks from Firestone Walker Barrel Works. That is an all star. For any craft beer fans. So uh, that's going to be awesome. We're going to do uh, a little bit of a taste test with him uh, on the air. So he's going to join us in a little bit. Um, but, you know, let's get this shit started. Utah! Give me two. Two beers, that is. And of course, we're drinking. I'm drinking a Mermaid Pilsner by Tony Island Brewing. I love this beer. I've drank it in the past on the show. Uh, good low ABV level. I think it's about 5 to 6%, something like that. I was looking for it before I couldn't find it. But oh, no. awesome beer. Like good show beer. Anyway, Cassie, what
0: are you drinking? I'm drinking my all time favorite. Kick by New Bell Brewing. It's 6%. Uh, pumpkin Cranberry Ale. Awesome beer. And nice. plus, it has a crow on it.
2: It's just like my <laughs> So it was a plus for you.
0: Yes. And uh, David, what are you drinking? Sir, I have
1: uh, pillaged your fridge. I'm on the Forgotten Boardwalk Shore Shiver. Nice. Uh, 6.9%. Six point nine percent, another good ABV. You always want to stay under that seven, eight percent when you're doing
2: a radius. Seven's show. the yeah, that's the, right. That's that's that, that's that borderline little shaky point by the end of the, the show. Scariness. You're, you're you know, rolling around with these firestone beers are hitting a little. I'd be surprised if we all make it to the end of the show. So we'll see. They're not that high, actually. No, oh, they're
0: not. A no, all around like seven. No, 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 no. No, no. no? Uh, they're a little above that, but they're not all like right. seven, eleven. Seven point five. Yeah,
2: so not 11. They're not 11. So So we'll see how things turn out at the end. Um, Anyway, folks, we have a drinking game that we play uh, on every show. We have a drinking word of the night, and every time that word is said, you drink. And you listening at home can play as well, and you watching at home can also play as well. Uh, Tonight's drinking word is cans. Cans. Now, an example of cans is the best craft beer is the beer I chug after sucking on some chick's cans.
1: Oh! oh Drink!
2: Cassie, it. do you have an example? Show
0: me your cans. Oh! Very direct, very simple, I like it.
2: And uh, David, do you have an example? Yeah. Uh, There's give be a lot of time. I'm drinking beer out of a can. Oh! oh Drink! Nice. That right? Yeah. I'm nice. right. good. good there. That's awesome. <laughs> Now, before we actually get to David and talk a little bit about Beerson TV, we actually, um, I, I want to bring something like, uh, you know, we tend to have porn stars on the show as guests and stuff, and um, there's a little bit of history there. I have a history with porn star Jasmine St. Clair, and if any of you, uh, you know, any of you porn fans out there, you know who Jasmine St. Clair is, especially if you watched porn back in the 90s. She was a huge star. She was one of the biggest porn stars back in the 90s. She actually has the record for banging the most amount of guys. It was 500 guys in one uh, take. Which is insane. I mean, uh, Cassie. I mean, how many guys do you think you could take in in one? Not five hundred. What do you think? Ten? Something like that? No. I mean, point is that 500 <laughs> guys is one. It's just insane like yeah right the other night Jesus Christ one. you couldn't take the one the other night so we yeah. had to kind of cut it early but hey uh, <laughs> but uh, the, the, with Jasmine St. Jasmine Clair I kind of have a connection with her because I actually won a porn contest back in the late 90s where I was actually chose to be on in one of her porn films so I was actually going to be we on we need one. to
0: get that letter and like frame it yeah like
2: well, the contest was like uh, you know I watched one of her porns and at the end she's like write me a letter and if I like your letter and you could be on camera and fuck You with actually like, watched the forums at the end? Oh yeah, I watched the whole thing. I used to concentrate on the whole plot. I used to get into it. It was something about pirates and she had like a sword and it was fucking awesome. I was so into it. Twist ending. But like, at the end she did this little speech and she Twist was like... Ending. You know, send me this. So I fucking I got a piece of paper and a pen. A pens were around in the nineties, right? I'm not going too far back. Okay, so like,
0: uh, and I wrote a letter. You didn't need to etch in stone or anything.
2: Yes, <laughs> yeah. So I I wrote a letter. I probably did it a computer, but I wrote a letter anyway, just to look like I was a normal guy. I wasn't some like fucking nerd on a computer. I was a normal guy that could like lift. Up. Wow, she could read. And like, uh, yeah, I I wrote the letter saying like, listen, I'm I'm a real guy. You know, I just want to bone you blah, 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 you know, you know I, I'm awesome in bed, I, I, I fucking kick ass, I'm better than these nerds that you bang on film, and like I sent in a picture, but it was a cool picture, I was out at the shore, I like blonde hair, and I like, wave the back, it was like, awesome, and I sent it in, and like, it was like months go by, and I'm like, oh, fuck it, she didn't take it, whatever, and then like, all of a sudden I get a letter from her directly, or her agent, or her assistant, whatever it was, but I, in my mind, it was right. from her directly, right. and it said, you've been chosen to be in my porn, so i was excited, I'm like, yes, blah, 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 this and that, and it was like the 90s, so I had to get an AIDS test, no problem, I don't have AIDS, at least I didn't think I did, had AIDS, but I don't have AIDS, uh, sorry. Uh, anyway, uh, so, <laughs> can we back that I, 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 up? Yeah, I so. went too far there, um, but anyway, um, so like, but in the last second, I chose not to do it, uh, because, um, you know, like later in life, 20 years from now, your kids can see you on sure. the internet, and you're like banging. The were were you going to be
1: actually banging, or were you like the pizza guy, or the... Oh,
2: I don't know. Like, maybe there was a plot or something like that, yeah, yeah. but it wasn't but it was explained gonna be in penetrated. the
1: letter. Penetration.
2: Probably not. It was probably going to be one of those stupid things like, oh, a fan won this contest and blah, blah, blah. Now I'm going to suck his dick, which was awesome in my mind. If I had to do, like, a little scene or something like that, whatever. You know, I, 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 I'm, a, I'm a decent actor. I stutter a little bit, but I can read lines. So, pizza guy? Yeah. I was a pizza guy back then. Here's right. a pizza. Suck my dick. It was awesome. He has extra sausage. I know the lines. <laughs> so, like... Ding dong! <laughs> right, you know, there's that one porn where the guy sticks the box in the box. Yes, he opened it up and it sticks in the middle. I'm here with the sausage. Right, exactly. And uh, but, but anyway, um, you know, I ended up not doing the scene. So, but we've kept in contact. Me and Jasmine have kept in contact through social media in some way or another over the past twenty years. And I asked her, "Can you do a uh, an intro for us uh, for Drinking Dirty in Jersey? I'll send you the lines. All you gotta do is read it." And she asked for a tiny bit of money. When I say tiny, like very tiny bit of money, probably enough to buy a pizza. Um, and, she, uh, and she recorded this. Unfortunately, she recorded this intro. Um, and This was a very, very simple intro to read. You know, it was just a little beer intro. Yeah. You know, these guys drink, blah, blah, blah. It's fun. And she totally fucked it up. Now, like, I've taken shits that sound better than this intro. Like, it's just a terrible, terrible intro. Cassie, you heard it. I mean, what's your opinion? Oh your no, situation? we're <laughs> gonna play it. So don't think we're not gonna play it. We're gonna play this. It's
0: season, but... it's like it's like I got high and decided to just talk to, to a camera. The intro, right? Yeah. Like and it's it's like, really bad. And like the worst part about it is it's a video, so you see the video. Like it's, she sent a video. Oh my god, you oh, didn't, didn't tell me. Time, no, it's a video. Her, time has not done her well. And no, and she's like <laughs> flipping her hair and like her big botox, like her big like filled lips are like. <laughs> oh my god! In the camera, and she's like, ah, blah. "I'm like flipping around." Which you all hear,
2: and like she mispronounced words. She clear, words that were clearly spelled that any retard could just like read off. Right? She just mispronounces right. them, and it's just terrible. I mean, it sounds like she has 500 dicks in her mouth when she's reading. Oh yeah! Like no. it's just terrible. Um, now, before we play the clip, before I have Ronan play the clip, I just want to say that 98 percent of what she says. Is not what I wrote, so she right. kind of made it up along the way. Right. And you'll hear what I'm talking about because she actually mentions something about me pissing, and I didn't write anything about me pissing. But you'll hear it because it makes no sense. Uh, Ronin, if you mind playing the uh, awesome clip.
4: Hi, this is Jasmine St. Clair, and you're listening to the number one uncensored internet radio show, Beer boobs and craziness with the queen of craft beer, Cassie Finley, and the man who drinks so much, he pees barely and poops hops Chris Finley. This is Drinking Dirty in Jersey. Enjoy.
2: Enjoy, yes. I would not enjoy anything after hearing that. So I piss barely.
0: I don't think any guy in the world pisses barely after drinking. Anybody that knows, anybody that's ever heard of anything to do with beer. You don't have to drink beer to know barley and hops. I mean, come on. it's you're Right, you don't have to drink beer to know barley and hops. No. And I spelt it correctly because in my mind I'm like,
2: damn it, did I spell barely? And I looked at the email that I sent her and I know I spelt it right. Goddamn porn star out of her mind. That was terrible. Now if you heard that promo, would you want to listen to our show? No!
0: I don't think
1: I would want to listen to the show. I know, I would. I would definitely listen to that. Oh, you would de- I would listen. definitely listen to that.
0: So maybe that's a positive. Yeah. You want to know about the guy who pees barely? Yeah, yeah, no, one no. <laughs>
1: plus, plus, plus she first kind of comes in, she she makes it sound like the name of the show is Beers, Boobs, and And craziness. And craziness. Right. Right. So well, I'd be like, Yeah, let's let's fucking listen to that. But it also sounds like you're listening to Jasmine
2: because you're at, the show is called Jasmine St. Clair. She goes, you're listening to Jasmine St. Clair. Yeah. No, she's supposed to say this is Jasmine St. Clair. Right. And you're listening to Drinking Dirty in Jersey, right. but because she's like... Semantics. This, yeah, yeah, semantics, and she changed the words around. And, and then she know, says, Enjoy. Enjoy. Enjoy at the end. I didn't order Chinese food. I want you to read what I fucking wrote. Enjoy. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers, exactly. You know, Cheers was the thing, I think, David. There you go. So I like you for
0: Why wouldn't it be drink on? That's what he always said. Yeah, it was drink
2: on. It was drink on. How does <laughs> <laughs> drink on and, and enjoy get mixed up? I don't know. It not even look she like She got confused. There's not even the same fucking vowel in the same word. That doesn't even make any sense. <laughs> 500 dicks. Actually, oh, I'm sorry. Dicks. Yes. Uh, oh, always in there. Too many before. dicks. Too many dicks, right? Too many dicks. Like, I don't know what the uh, average is. I know you're pretty wild in high school, but no, there were you no get, 500 dicks. I think dicks. at a certain point, you get dicks too much. And I you feel like we're stupider. in
0: clerks or something. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Try not to, to suck any dick
0: 37, 37, the 37 dicks? Yeah. Maybe yeah. it's just too much <laughs> jizz
2: rubbed in your skin and it starts to, like, fucking make you stupider. I, I don't know. I don't know. But um, but it's terrible. But, you know, as I say, it's terrible. David gave it a positive review, and now I'm second guessing it. Maybe we should play it. I that. think it's, well, it's one of
1: those things that's so <laughs> awful that.
0: It
2: kind of just clicks. You're like, ah, wow, really bad. I don't know. Ronan, why don't you play it one more time? Let's hear
4: that one more time, buddy. Hi, this is Jasmine St. Clair, and you're listening to the number one uncensored internet radio show, Beer, Boobs, and Craziness, with the queen of craft beer, Cassie Finley, and the man who drinks so much, he pees barely and poops hops, Chris Finley. This (laughs) is Drinking Dirty in Jersey. Enjoy.
1: Enjoy. Yes. Yeah, no, I don't know. I'd might. still listen to the show. <laughs> It's just too good. <laughs> I mean,
0: I want to see. If hey, I was I'm just there. happy that she said my name right.
2: Well, that's true too. She could, have... yeah. Everybody fucks up your name, right? That's right. They usually call you Casey. Casey. That's right. So, so I'm just happy that. I don't know. When she asked me,
0: I was like, "Yay!" She said, "Peas barely," and I was like, what the "Last fuck? night when I
2: heard this, I kind of had a different opinion." But now that David has enlightened me on it a little right. bit, I think you I'm were gonna... also wasted when you heard it last night. That's true. It was one thirty was... in the morning. Yeah, I was instantly year. pissed, and I, after I jerked off to her porn in the bathroom, I came out, and I'm like, "Fuck this shit! I'm gonna." Talk to about it on the show tomorrow night. So let's upload that MP3. But I was very negative about it at first, but like now I'm I'm kind of positive on yeah. it. So maybe we need to have a different.
1: I, here, I think your twelve dollars is going to pay off. Yeah,
2: yeah, I think so too. Right? The price of a pizza. Pizza can be shitty, yeah. Whatever. Yeah. but still pizza is so good. As that's, long as I don't look at her face while she's doing it. I don't care. A terrible face. I don't and uh, suggest any of you go look at our current pictures. David, we'll show you the video, we'll later. The video. Yeah, yeah, we'll show David the video yeah. since he uh, totally supported her. We should message
0: Jasmine. <laughs> David likes you from Beer Snacks. You should be on that show. You should be on a show. Fuck our show. Be on David's show. He likes you. He changed my mind. No, this <laughs> she'll be like, no, because she, she'll be like, oh, I don't drink. <laughs> Right, all these porn stars are now like angels. They're reformed, yeah. Yeah,
2: like uh, we messaged, um, and I don't want to talk about any other hosts on the LA Talk Radio Network, but um, we have a porn star that actually has their own show, After ours. Yeah, don't name names. But she, uh, we got in trouble in the past about that, so we'll like, yes. name names. Anyway, uh, she has a show on after ours, and we asked her, like, oh, hey, let's uh, promote each other's show, let's kind of get you know, we're on after each other. Not
0: even like be on our show, just like, we'll Not just be talk our show, about it. Just promote each other, you know, we'll kind of help hand us. off at the end. Yeah, yeah. She's right. like, oh,
2: no, I quit drinking 30 years ago, and, uh, you know, I'm straight and narrow and my show's mainstream. The last time I checked, her last fucking host was like an old turd, like some fucking uh, piece of shit on uh, a mainstream show. We do you mean? you Me, fucking Jimmy Kimmel. You're porn star. <laughs> big shots in the face. What's, the <laughs> big, what's, what's the show about? Um, it's called... Uh, well, I can't remember that's name. It's you? called Rock and Roll, blah, blah, blah. Okay. And that's her name. Okay. And, like, so it's it's about, about music and it's stuff, music. I think, yeah. A little bit about music, but we're kind of relatable shows because we do have porn stars on. She's sure. a porn star. We talk about wild partying. Right. We talk about partying. And even though she's sober now... Uh, we still have stuff in comics. Still really so, the old days. And she was kind of snarky and bow. I like You'd be snarky to me. are We don't yeah. talk all... We don't entirely talk about beer the whole time either. No, we talk about different subjects. We talk about Jasmine St. Clair for the past few fa- months. We barely talked about <laughs> beer so far. Yeah, right. 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 So, I don't know. So, just whatever. and We'll actually move on. To, before our, our guest, our next guest calls in, the Firestone Walker, I do want to talk to David a little bit about uh, Beer Snob. So, David, if yeah. you don't mind... I'd like to ask you a couple questions. Now, um, for those folks uh, listening Oh, home, wait a minute. Oh, I think we might have our caller. Hold that thought.
0: Okay. Oh, boy. They're typing to me.
2: They're typing to you. Who? You? Who's that? <laughs> Jesus?
0: Jesus. Yeah, Jesus. <laughs> Jeebus, is that you? Maybe <laughs> <Are> not. <laughs> Are you <using laughs> maybe to maybe not. Are you's typing to me? Maybe not. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Nope. I'm getting, like, the message. Caller is on. Okay. Um, hello, you're on Drinking Dirty in Jersey.
2: Say it again. Hello, you're on Drinking in Jersey. Yes, is this uh, Jim from Firestone Walker? Yeah. Hey Jim, what's up man? Good. Uh, Very excited to have you on the show. Um, We've been big fans of of your beer for a long time now, so uh, we just have a couple of questions for you. Now, um, tell us a little bit of history about Firestone Walker and what made you guys decide to start brewing beer.
3: So, it's a cool cool story. The uh, Firestone Walker, the Firestone family has been in the valley here in San Ynez, I think since about the 50s, as the story I understand goes, Uh, and they've been primarily in the winemaking side of things. They're one of the first families to have uh, bought property and planted grapes out here in the San Ynez Valley, and I think it's almost two two or three generations deep into that. Um, Obviously, the, the, I guess, great-grandfather was uh, involved in the tire business and then sold that off and then put his money and his effort into making wine. So, I think around the 80s, late late 80s, 90s, Adam Firestone had uh, taken interest in the business, in the family business, and was working at, at the winery. Um, and his the funny thing about the, the Firestone uh, family was that they were kind of entrepreneurial in a lot of endeavors. They they started off um, wine, and then Brooks Firestone actually got involved in non non alcoholic beer making in the eighties, and was one of the first people to have actual labels said Firestone on it. Just it, like if you remember back to the, let's say late late nineties, the Firestone label had the the kind of the emblem of Firestone and the hoop. It was the same almost exact label, but it was a non alcoholic beer that was being made out on the property of the vineyard, and I think it's. It didn't last long in the marketplace. I think people like Miller and Coors came in with their products in in much long, in much greater detail. were able to make make it successful. So Brooks kind of shelved that idea. When I went on with winemaking, but I think in the late late '90s, mid '90s, I think '96 is when Adam Firestone and his brother in law, his, his uh, Adam's sister, Polly Walker, met uh, David Walker over in England, and the two moved back over here. and David was uh, had an entrepreneurial endeavor of his own. I think in the, in the tech industry, he and Adam teamed up to make some beer using the same equipment that is uh, Brooke Firestone, that Adam's dad had been making the non-alcoholic beverages with. So mm-hmm. they used the same kind of area. They call it area fifty-one, which is out on the winery property, and mix, mixed mixed. Uh, in amidst wine grapes and, and oil derricks, if you know San Inez, it's got oil derricks all over the place too. Oh. But interesting enough, they were able to uh, concoct an idea of putting beer into uh, uh, freshly made wine barrels, so wine barrels that had not been used for anything yet, because the, the, the winery here, Barson Winery, had a um, you know had a hefty supply of French, a new American and French oak coming in. For every vintage, and Adam and David were like, "Hey, let's let's be the first to put you know beer and wine barrels and ferment in wine barrels." And so, interesting enough, they they hired a, a, a UC Davis grad named Jeffers Richardson to come in and kind of be the the um, the chaperone of, of this whole idea out on mm-hmm. Area Fifty One. And that was in, I believe, nineteen ninety six was the conception of the idea, and then the first beers were coming out ninety eight or. Between 96 and 98, there was a lot of uh, experimentation using wood in the product. And then double-barrel ale was conceived, and that basically entailed putting freshly fermenting double-barrel ale out of stainless uh, fermenters straight into American oak and letting it kind of finish fermentation in the oak and then kind of season with the oak and then taking that back out and putting in bottles. Gotcha. And that became kind of flagship of the brewery um, starting in about, I think, 97 or 98. And that was kind of the shtick, and they were using a technique that had tradition back in, in Europe, in um, England, in um, Burton. There was a system called the Burton Union System, which I think a lot of people have heard about. But yes. a, a brewery called Marston's was uh, actively using that idea of fermenting in oak, uh, oak barrels, Actually, the, the barrels were actually pitch-lined for the um, sake of just keeping them clean, uh, but the union, the, the Burton Union, was mainly used as a yeast collection device for uh, these brewers back in England, and Markson was still actively using that system when Firestone started doing this fermentation. But the, the difference, obviously, that we were using American oak wine barrels that were unpitched and had never been yes. used, so there was actually a lot of flavor that was being derived from the barrel fermentation, of other, um, you know, in, in opposite of what Martins was doing, which is they're using a pitch line vessel, which is mainly just a vessel for uh, helping to capture the the croissant coming off the top of the barrel. So there's really not a whole lot of oak flavor, but this the fermentation was still very open and you know uncontrolled as far as temperature. And there's a whole lot of different dynamics from mm-hmm. fermenting that you get in a beer. So it, it's actually it became a pretty unique product and um, unfiltered DBA which is on our um, – was basically only being served at our pubs right now. Is uh, It's kind of a historical look back at what that beer might have tasted – or what that beer does taste like when it's just coming from our system, which we call the Firestone Union System. Nice. Yeah, so nice. In a nutshell, that's the history. So then uh, in about 2001, uh, Firestone was looking to grow their, their fermentation capacity. They looked around the area and found this pub uh, – a place in Bulton, an open lot and they built a building here. Um, unfortunately, they ran into some permitting issues during the building, so they started looking at other places for a place to put their brewery, and that's where they found the facility up in Paso Robles um, that I was working at. Matt Reynolds and I were both working at a brewery called Slow Brewing Company in 2001. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they, we had Slow Brewing and shut its doors around Jan- uh, June of 2001. Uh, the owner had um, was moving on to another endeavor in Colorado, so Matt and I kind of we held up in the brewery, kind of kept things alive, thinking that it would be a total waste to just walk away from the whole thing. Even though, even though we didn't, we were getting paid, we just kind of kept ourselves in, ba- right. ingrained in the place. The the bank never locked the door, so we would sneak in and and run a couple brews, even though um, we knew it was completely um, covert and illegal to do that. But we kept the place kind of alive. For uh, two months, uh, between just doing a couple brews, some packaging, some cellaring, kept the yeast alive. And mm-hmm. I think it was by July of 2011. I think is when uh, I was introduced to Adam, and David, Firestone, uh, Adam, and Firestone, and David Walker walked in the the door, and they just they looked around and said, "Hey, can you guys keep this thing running while we while we get things kind of squared away for them down in uh Fulton? And we said, "Hey, we can do it." And so that was kind of the, the transition from the brewery down in Beulah to the brewery up in Paso it took about six months, and from that point on, we started getting a lot more. Um, we got a lot more backing from our and we uh, were able to really start looking at honing in their products. They one of the best things that happened for us was that they brought in a brand new filler um, that they've been using down in uh, at the brewery down in San Ynez. It was a chrome filler, twenty head filler that was. Uh, double pre-back filler, which really helped you know save and and lengthen the shelf life of beer and bottles. We, at that point, for slow brewing company purposes, we were using a 1950 Meyer Coke bottle filler, and it was just destroying our product on shelves, and it was a nightmare um, from a quality standpoint to work on. So right. we were Matt and I, you know, super happy to get rid of that old dinosaur and bring in some actually real you know proper brewing equipment. We right. also have the support from. David and Adam to kind of move forward and and just kind of really hone their products in and increase the quality. And also one thing we got handed off was the barrel, um, the union system, which for both of us was really new and it was a lot of challenges to Mm -hmm. keeping the beer clean in barrels from a microbiological standpoint. But what really was, uh, what was cool was that it was um, something completely new, a huge challenge for us and, and something very unique that, at that point, I don't think many other brewers that are in California, you know, not the United States, were doing what Firestone had been doing at that point. So it really opened our eyes to the the options of working with wood. So from that point on, we you know the, the history kind of just speaks for itself. The, you know, Matt brewed amazing no, that's beers. Good.
2: Good uh, Even overall group. view of history. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I, yeah that, that, that's that's awesome. That's actually that's the most efficient uh, technical answer that we've ever gotten on this show. Yes. That was great. That was great. Now, I, I see that you guys started back in the 90s. That's awesome. So you were back there like Pete's Wicked and Ale and shit. I didn't realize that you guys uh, went back that far. I thought you guys were like a newer company. Um, so that's 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 pretty cool to learn. Um, so keeps wicked hell. Yeah. yeah, seriously. Like back in the nineties, that was like the only craft beer around. It wasn't yeah. called craft beer back and then. Honey it, was, it was microbrew. Microbrews. <laughs> Microbrews were was the name back then. Um, now uh, we uh, actually uh, go ahead, buddy.
1: Hello. Oh, uh, excuse
3: me. Uh, hello. Uh, no, go ahead. I'm, I'm I'm waiting for your question.
2: Oh uh, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> Um, now we, we actually we're, we're gonna say we we're, were gonna taste a couple of beers uh on uh on air with you, but we actually could only find the one uh Firestone uh barrel works, and we're actually gonna taste they it right don't now. distribute.
0: I found out, yeah,
2: but we, From we, do, we actually do have a good one though. Um, so Cassie, why don't you tell us uh which one we do have in studio? Well, we we're we actually
0: right have now. Velvet Merkin. Um, I was able to, to convince somebody to give me one, so. Um, they're not easy to get in New Jersey. Yeah, so we have the Velvet Merkin. So if you can maybe tell us a little bit
2: about this here while we taste it, and we can give you our opinions on it.
3: Okay. Well, they, the base recipe for Velvet Merkin is a, a really nice, soft, um, and flavorful oatmeal stout. Uh, Matt Brynelson is a, is a master of, of recipe, recipe development, and this is one that we worked upon for for years um, to make the the base beer for this the idea of Velvet Merkin. So um, we started putting beer in bourbon barrels in 2006, and we were kind of following the lead of what Goose Island had done with Bourbon County Stout, and a couple mm-hmm. other breweries that had been putting big beers in bourbon barrels. So we started doing that with some pretty hefty uh, 10 to 12 percent beers, and and letting them age for. Over eight to twelve months, and and that became the basis of kind of our anniversary release uh, that we have every year now. But in in the midst of, of all that, we we really wanted to you know, kind of expand our portfolio with some some um, darker, uh, stoutier beers. One of the beers that we'd had in the portfolio up in up to about two thousand and six was we called it Walker's Reserve, which was a robust porter recipe. Okay. Uh, and it was it's a, it was an excellent beer, but it wasn't it wasn't that you know super luscious creamy roasty stout that you, you'd want in that really cold night <laughs> out in California in Paso Robles. So we started making that base beer uh, for the sake of just beer, the brewers to drink. A lot of the beers actually that we made were you know were based off of what the brewers wanted to drink and what we'd go to after a, a shift. And and Matt was always you know willing to try something. Uh, cause, for the sake, because he loves, he loves beer just as much as anybody. So, uh, Velvet Merlin, Mer- Merkin was actually, uh, to begin with, was called Velvet Merlin. Which mm-hmm. we also uh, so we have. put it in barrels, we put it in barrels and, um, uh, just for fun, because we've been barrel aging everything. And we, Velvet Merlin was the unbarrel aged stout. And, that name never really made it out. So, we'd been brewing this beer, I think, since about 2007 or 2008. And it kind of was just an un, un, underground beer for many of its years of its first years of its lifetime because um, we weren't making a lot of it. It was mostly made for a winter release, only in kegs. And right. we the name was never really, we had never really um, I hadn't come up with a name. Velvet Merkin was actually the first name of that beer. But it wasn't getting a whole lot of um, liking from, from a couple people in the higher-ups. So we, <laughs> we released it as Velvet Merlin, which right. Merlin is the nickname for Matt. And we released it, we released it as Velvet Merlin, um, just a stout. And then the barrel-aged beer, um, finally there was a lot of people that were tasting the barrel-aged beer. We were sending it out to um, Festival Barrel-aged Beers in Chicago. It was winning awards. In places, I think it won a few, a few awards in GABF uh, a couple years, you know, maybe you know, a half dozen years back. And the overlying consensus was it was just an amazing beer, and the mm-hmm. name because the name had kind of leaked out there. Everybody on the blogosphere were already like saying Velvet Merkin, Velvet Merkin, and sure enough, it was like it was just kind of
2: no, it's a it, sweet. It beer. wouldn't be. Uh, but it's really,
3: really good. Well, go ahead. Man. We did. Re- we finally were able to convince the owners that Velvet Merkin. If you know what a Merkin is, it, you know it's it's a funny play on on the the, the idea of um, you know a historical pubic wig, but it, it's a velvety beer, and it's you know it's, it's just got all these beautiful velvety qualities. Um, it's got a little bit of the heat. It's Got some bourbon character, uh, but it's it's very much a delicate. Um, it, it's a very sensual beer as well. Uh, I can't describe it any more than it's its dangerously smooth. <laughs> yes. I mean, would you not agree? I mean, it's an 8 percent no, beer that tastes it's, like it's
2: fine. we all tried it, and we think it's a very good beer. Um, but Cassie, what do you think of the beer?
0: I, you know, I really am not a huge barrel-aged person. I usually find them too boozy, but that was just perfect. Like, I... I don't know. I could drink that all day. Yeah. I no. would be wasted, but I could drink it all day. <laughs> and David, what do you think of the beer? I I, I've actually...
2: This
3: is my third. In the beer.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
3: Because and, it's Dave, so smooth.
2: Yeah. Yeah, no, it's very smooth. It sneaks up on you, I think. No, it does. It does sneak up on you. David, what do you think of it?
1: I, I love it. I've actually had it. This is like my third or fourth time having it, and uh, I, I just love how it kind of finishes off on the back end. You know, a little bit of sweetness there. And yeah. Mm-hmm. Just, it is smooth. It's velvety it is yes yeah, it definitely lives up to its name
2: I-, I love it i'm not usually a big fan of stouts and i actually really like this one a lot um i i, I could definitely pound this one for the night yeah you I, pound think so. it. It I don't think it's a i don't
0: think you'd want to pound
2: it yeah we'll see if that happens happy, i'll show you <laughs> yeah right um no that, that's just an awesome beer um now do you uh do you have any other beers uh in the works right now that that, that you want to talk about
3: Oh yeah, I'd love to talk to you. We have a ton of stuff going on in Bearworks. And just to give you a little history of what Bearworks is. Um, when you guys speak of Velvet Merlin, that's that's one of our clean beers. That comes from Paso Robles. There's no secondary fermentation that happens in the barrels up in Paso Robles. So those are those are bourbon barrels that are brought in from Kentucky or Missouri that come in um, right after they've been dumped and, and racked and they come in a lot of times you know reeking of bourbon or or some kind of whiskey and then they are they aren't washed out at all. So we, we'll do a, a sensory check on the inside of the barrel, maybe a flashlight to see if there's any debris in the barrel. And if it looks clean, if it smells good, we'll put beer right, you know, finished beer that's been fermented, that's been cooled down so we precipitated the yeast out of out of the beer. We'll put that right into the barrel. And then we'll bung it so there's no um, chance of oxygen ingressing into that barrel for its lifetime. And then we'll put it in a cooler that's set about 50 degrees. Usually it's about the same temperature as the beer that's inside the barrel. So there's no um, difference in equilibration between outside temperature and inside temperature. So that Mm -hmm. minimizes any kind of possible vacuum that would be pulled on the barrel that would um, potentially allow the ingress of oxygen. So... That barrel has basically become a, you know, it's a sarcophagus for beer. It's it's just going to let the beer age in it. It's preserving the beer, and there's uh, a small bit of, you know, reactions, uh, flavor, aromatic reactions going on in the barrel. But for most of the life in that barrel, it we're just trying to, you know, soak up that essence of the wood and really not have any kind of outside influence, be it oxygen or heat. Barowocs gotcha. is a little different story. So with is our experimentation with wild ales, with bacteria, using um, other yeast other than Saccharomyces. We're using mm-hmm. Bertanomyces, a bunch of different um, strains of Bertanomyces. We're using bacteria like Lactobacillus and Pediococcus that produce acid, lactic acid in beer. Um, We're using wild yeasts that come off of wine grapes. We're using, you know, whatever comes in off the fruit, that's also present. So it's a lot more uh, experimental interpretation into what beers might have tasted like before there was sanitation, before beer-making sanitation was a big play where, um, you know, acid flavors were in beers, where wild yeast flavors were more prevalent in beers, where, you know, kind of anything goes. More accepted, but also we use a lot of the same technical, um, scientific, you know, ideas that we we're trained in up in pasta to really control, try to control these fermentations and control the amount of acid production, um, also control the, the pH or control the the temperatures of these fermentations. So it right. it started off as an experiment of my own just back in uh, 2007, just working with some wine barrels and some uh, yeast from a couple of different of my favorite breweries. um, One of them being New Belgian Brewing Company and the Mm -hmm. other being Russian River. Um, I I was lucky enough to uh, have each of those breweries kind of send me some of their cultures that they were working with back in 2007. And Mm -hmm. just started playing around on my own behind the scenes um, away from brewers, away from any uh, place that I, I would think that there'd be cross-contamination into our main product. And, right. and that kind of snowballed into having enough barrels to where it was a nuisance for us to have this project of Paso. So we were able to move it uh, 90 miles south down to Builton and really take over um, a really beautiful space that was intended to be the original brewery that they were building in Builton, But like I said, they had some issues with permitting back then. So we've been using it as a wine storage warehouse and. Over the past uh, three years, we've taken over the entire fourteen thousand square feet for barrel works, and now have roughly about you know, twenty-four, five hundred barrels of fermenting sour beer down here in Builton. Um, Not, you know, completely separated from Paso. So you have any beer, uh, for- did,
2: did, did, I'm, I'm sorry to interrupt you, buddy. Do you have any beer available in cans? Oh,
1: oh drink. <laughs>
3: Firestone cans, yeah. We have our beers in cans are uh, pretty prevalent
2: oh! now. Nice, that's good. Nothing I mean, from barrels. Cans, that's awesome. Oh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah just, uh, I just. uh... What's going on? No, no, that's the drink That's word the drinking of the
0: of night. night.
2: So every time the word cans is said, oh!
0: you must know, right.
2: drink. Oh, that's, that's the drink word of the night. Yes. <laughs> All right. Yes. So I had to get some <laughs> drinking there. So <laughs> now, for Arnold
1: those of us
2: that want to, <laughs> for those that want to get down to the brewery, what hours are you guys open? Uh, you know, as far as people that want to get down there and guzzle up your beer. Our hours this winter
3: are Thursday through Monday from two uh, sorry eleven to seven. Mm-hmm. Our, our hours closed Wednesday and uh, Tuesday and Wednesday were closed. So. Okay. It, it, yeah, but the, the brewery, um, that's just Barrel Works hours. Our hours of operation in the taste room here are 11 till 9 o'clock at night every single day of the week, and I believe mm-hmm. the same would go for the taste room up in Paso. Barrelworks is a little bit separate operation, of course, and so we just run right. a taste room, but it's not one of the, the coolest tap lists that you can find on the Central Coast with 20 different very unique beers that are only being served here.
2: Gotcha. gotcha. Uh, yeah, you were
3: asking what we've been working on. So a lot we've been doing a lot of uh, fruit forward beers this last summer, just coming out this last uh, summer and, and fall because of the, the nature of the weather here in the Central Coast of California and mm-hmm. the Central Valley where there's a ton of uh, there's a ton of agriculture. So we we've done I think six different uh, grape hybrid beers this last couple months. Uh, we did pumpkin beer two weeks ago. A, pom- a Persimmon beer last week. Uh, right now, we have a huckleberry beer. Huckleberries that came in from Montana, Wild Picks in Montana. Yeah. And then we've been ramping up our production of Breta Rose, which is a raz- red raspberry beer. That's also in tank right now. Mm-hmm. And we just got done this last week in releasing two different beers that also had fruit. So one was a blackberry um, beer that had Marion berries and boysenberries in it as well as a beer that had um, golden golden raspberries and sandied nice. violet petals. So a lot of fruit-forward beers have been coming out lately because of the nature of the, the, the area. And what's available, we love working with the, the local growers here are amazing to work with. Nice. There's just a plethora of options
2: i mean out there in california you have tons of stuff to work with out there that's awesome uh we always love the beers out in california and like i said we're big fans of the uh the firestone Walker beer which we're gonna we're gonna get into in a little bit here now um i really appreciate you calling in jim you have been a very informative caller uh, you know we, we definitely learned a lot about the brewery and i encourage all our listeners and, and watchers to get out there and uh, get your beer and try it because uh, it is really awesome uh but i want to thank you jim for calling in and uh thank you very much man
3: you guys, thanks for having me on your,
2: your show. It's awesome. Yeah, no and, problem, um, I'll Make sure to send you guys some some cans. Yeah. okay? Awesome. All right, dude. Mendes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys. Awesome. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> very very <interesting>. <laughs> the guy uh, he, he really knows his shit and he, he gets into the detail oh yeah um, wow
1: that you know, guy is, uh, so is so much like, smarter I know I know so much smarter we that.
2: usually have like you know the Jersey I, Brewery or the Jersey I, Bar like how, what's you guys history oh we set up brewing beer in the basement and then we uh, moved on from there Right. guy like, was okay, like, this, a whole thing. This guy's like oh and back in the 1860s <laughs> and he invented the light bulb and then the beer came out it's like Jesus Like, good yeah it was good I mean I learned a lot
0: this beer, I know I know this is typical, I'm gonna sound like such a nerd when I say this, there but like go. when when stouts and darker beers get warmer, they get so much better. This is so much better than when I first tasted it. Is that why you're holding between your lips? <laughs> I'm like, yay. <laughs> oh, stop it. All right, um, uh, you know, David,
2: I just want to get a couple questions in because we're yeah, please ask. ask question. I know, I'll, I'll because, do uh, like
1: one word answers. So okay, awesome. No, go don't, go. don't. No, no, no just uh, <laughs> as, as informative as you can, but as fast as you can. Yeah, tell the folks a little bit about Beer Snob TV. Beer Snob TV. Uh, beer Snob is an uh, online television show right now. Does that mm-hmm. make sense? Yes. So, a, yeah, a series, Absolutely. if you will. Um, and we kind of man? just we, <laughs> we kind of just travel all over the country and try to cover all things beer. So we go to breweries. We go to Bars, we go to um, homebrew shops, we talk to people like you who know stuff about beer, and um, yeah, it's kind of all about the culture and the lifestyle behind it. Awesome. And how many episodes have you done so far? I think we've got seven online right now. Okay. I'm looking at about seven different an We got somewhere. seven. Okay. We got right. seven, uh, sounds, and we just, filmed, uh, we just filmed a couple more, and we're starting uh, kind of the whole second series here. So um, things are ongoing. We're just hoping to awesome. keep releasing month by month. So. Cool. so excited to have you on. And uh, just a personal question about you what's your favorite style of beer? Uh, uh, I'm big into the Belgian IPAs right now. Nice.
2: Nice. Now, do you prefer your craft beer in cans?
1: Oh! Drink! I do, actually. <laughs> Nice. That's good to know. My, in fact, my can is empty right
0: now. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. I got another can for you.
1: Ah, ah, nice. Secret cans. Secret cans.
0: <laughs> oh!
2: <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Now, uh, what we're going to do, because we're kind of running out of time, is uh, we're going to jump right to Pops right now. Okay. After Pops, we'll finish up our taste test, and hopefully we have enough time. But uh, for this... Well, we might have
0: to do the taste test on new stream, which is fine. Do We've done, done that stream. before. But
2: anyways... Um, Folks, uh, what Pops says now, if you listen to the show, if it's the first time listening to the show, Pops is a black puppet who comes on the show. He's pretty controversial in the things he says. Um, you know, he doesn't reflect the views of Drinking Dirty in Jersey, and I actually have to leave my mic uh, because there's not another mic for him. So he comes on, he says his piece, and he leaves. But once again, I just want to reiterate, Pops does not reflect the views of Drinking Dirty in Jersey. So I'm going to leave now, and uh, Pops will come on. <laughs> Yo!
0: Yo! What up, Crackers? What's up, Pops? Yo, all
4: right. What's the difference between John Wayne and Jack Daniels? I don't know. I don't know, Pops. Jack Daniels is still killing Indians! Yeah, that's
0: right! That joke
2: oh was, That's right,
4: that's right. That it joke was was so dark, I'm surprised <laughs> it hasn't been shot by the police. <laughs> yeah, now! Pops wanna talk about this whole Starbucks coffee cup situation. Apparently, Christians are offended because Starbucks decided to remove the holiday designs from their cups. Holy macaroni! you Christian crackers, Christmas is shit. Whoever invented Christmas should be nailed to the cross. That's right. <laughs> it's also racist. Everything's white. The North Pole, Santa Claus, Snow, Mrs. Claus, those motherfucking elves, all white. The only thing that's dark is the reindeer, and they be pulling the sleigh. That's right. <laughs> so because of this, Pops is opening up his own coffee shop. It's called Rise and Shines.
0: That's
4: right. Fox <laughs> is going to have his own holiday cup collection. Like the Hanukkah cup. It's just a stack of tiny white cups in the corner. It's free. <laughs> it's the Jewish people's favorite blend. <laughs> why don't Asians have their own holiday around this time? Like when Jesus was handing out holidays, why did he hand one out to the Asians? Like, oh, so sorry. Didn't make one for you, you Chinese bastard. And I'm Jewish. <laughs> And, of course, the Kwanzaa Cup. <coughs> the cup can feature great black people in history, like Apollo Creed, Panthro from Thundercats, <laughs> Panthro. Turbo yeah. from Breaking 2 Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> How much is the Kwanzaa Cup, you ask? It's free, as long as you let me lift your wife's cans.
2: Oh! oh Mendez out! <laughs> All right, folks, I'm back. Hey. Is Pop's okay? That guy's got issues. Yeah, I yeah. heard him from the
0: other room. He was, like, bad. Is he angry talking screaming? About, talking stuff? about Christmas? And angry. And the hell popping. is going on
2: there? Yelling about stuff? I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So I guess we could start into our taste
0: yeah, test. We got about five yeah, minutes. Yeah, we
2: got some time. Pops is kind of quick. So uh, now we're, how we're going to do the taste test, Now we tried to do it with uh, Mr. Crooks on air, um, is uh, Cassie's going to talk a little bit about the beer and what we're going to taste, and then she's going to pass it to Mr. David. He's going to taste it and I tell us everybody and then he's going to pass the to me. I'm going to say the same thing, and we're going to move on from there. So, anyway, Cassie, what beer did you think? All right,
0: um, Jim actually mentioned this on air. This is the DBA Double Barrel Ale. Um, it is uh, 5%. Yeah, exactly 5%. All right, you guessed um, that. that precisely <laughs> 5%. Precisely. All right, David is tasting the beer.
2: And,
1: David, what do you think? Oh, what? Uh, Okay, so it's way different than what we just said. I got to adapt to that one. Um, yeah, that's that's straight up ale. Uh, sorry, I've still got so much of the Ooh, velvet yeah. murkin in my mouth that it's hard to <laughs> it's hard to pass it <laughs> back. Clean your yeah yeah. yeah. It's a, it's a well, that's cleaner. why we should have rinsed. Thanks for the palate cleaner. We should have rinsed. I like that we rinse with the double barrel ale here. It's right. So <laughs> mm, we don't play any games here. We just move no. on. No games. Okay, I'm gonna come back at you now. Um, it's like old-school English-style ale. Nice. Like, that is a pint waiting to be drank on a Saturday afternoon. Right. I, I definitely agree with you. Um, I love the label. A did you bear. sip it already? Yeah, I
2: did. Oh. Yeah, I'm like an, <laughs> an idiot with beer shit, man. Fuck am I, dude. It. Like, I like the label. It's a lion boxing a bear. Hey. Well, that's Firestone. That that typical yeah.
0: Firestone. Well, I, I
2: know. And that's probably every Firestone, but still, I love it. Not um, everyone. Good-tasting beer. Um, I like it a lot. And Cassie, why don't you taste this? Uh, and what do you think?
1: That was your rinse sip. So you didn't
2: <laughs> oh, this is really good. Right? For a double barrel? Yeah,
0: definitely. Yeah, this is like a typical, like, sitting in London, hanging out. Right. Like, drinking yeah. a pint.
2: Watching the soccer I match. I do that eating, all the time.
0: Eating fucking meat pies and, and like, <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah, this is good. Yeah, definitely good. I definitely give this a positive rating. Um, definitely I good like beer. that. Let's move on to our next beer. And, uh, Cassie, what's this next beer we got?
0: This is a, we're going, we're we're all over the fucking map with pallets. This is uh, the Pivo Hoppy Pills. Um, it is... Sorry, I'm trying I'm to shift a to look, uh, she's been 5.3. Okay,
2: 5.3 percent. So nice and low. Pills, you know, not, not too bad there. Usually
1: those Hoppy Pills are around the 5 percent. it smells hoppy. Like, I a, opened I was like, whoa. Still has a bear and a lion. Boxing. Yes, nice. yes
0: boxing. All right, David, what do you think? Um. Actually, you know what?
2: For a pilsner, it's actually got a little bit, a little bit of bite to the end. It does have a bite to the end. Yeah. Um, it kind of has that skunky smell up front. Yeah, I yeah, smelled yeah. it um, as soon as I opened you it. You kind of expect from a hoppy beer. So that's, but, a, that's
1: but a it's a mowing the lawn kind of beer. Yeah, right. Yeah, mowing summer in the afternoon.
2: lawn, sitting outside on a lazy afternoon. You want to pop a beer? This is perfect for that. Uh, Cassie, what do you think of this one? she sips it, smells it. Ooh, I like that a lot, too. Yeah. No, it's good. Yeah. I like this one. There's I not a I, lot uh, of uh,
0: hop back to two that. Two
2: very different styles of beers we just tasted, but... Um... As far as the styles that I like, I have to prefer this one over the Double Barrel. Uh, I don't know, what David, what do you, what do you
1: think? Um, you know, we're, we're in November in northern New Jersey. I can do the Double Barrel okay. right now. Yeah, yeah, I can cool see that, that, definitely. Yeah,
0: that's more summery. Okay, it's more summery beer. I can see that. So, so, so you're wrong. The, uh, you're the, wrong. Yeah, I'm wrong. You're wrong. I'm just totally wrong. You're uh, always wrong. Yes. Okay. With <laughs> everything I do. Um, always.
2: Yes, with the Jasmine Sinclair thing, I guess I was wrong. It kind of set me straight there. Yes. Um, <laughs> Here's
0: another summery beer. <laughs>
2: Jasmine could have set me straight in the 90s. I was accepted. Ew. <laughs> What's this next beer that we got going this is out? another.
0: This is another summery beer. Um, Easy Jack IPA, 4.5%. Okay. All right. That's very low. That's very low. Well, this is a, It's called session. Easy for a reason. Oh, okay. All right. It's a session. It's not whore. It's oh, okay. so wasn't your name in right. Shut up.
1: Did they call her Easy Jack? <laughs> no. I don't know about the Jack <laughs> your dick super
2: <laughs> super hoppy on yes. the nose
1: Ooh. and super hoppy in the mouth
0: mm. Mm.
2: hoppy in my mouth i will agree with david on this one very hoppy if you're not a fan of hoppy beers don't drink this one yeah. um, it's a good little uh, session i yeah no no it's good uh, very smooth
0: for a hoppy beer. Ooh, Citra hops. <laughs> yes. So, what do, you, do you like it? What do you love think? Love it. Yeah. Um, I love West Coast hops, though. I'm like a, I'm huge. Yeah, I'm, I'm more of a, Coast a Hop, like so. East Coast
2: hops guy. So, I'm not a big fan of that beer. Did what do you think? I actually enjoy the West Coast myself. So, yeah, huge. I, you know,
1: I love it. Pour it over a good set of cans and yeah, oh,
2: drink. <laughs> Woo. Um, but I think that uh, I still like the um. I still like the uh, double barrel, double barrel better, right? The really? Barrel, yeah, okay. definitely. I still, I'm still going to go with that one. Uh, Cassie, do you agree or disagree? Um,
0: yeah, they're so oh, different for
1: you. Is the Velvet Merkin still in the running, or is that no, no, no? That's that's all that's the same.
0: Kind of t- oh, should we put that in the comments? I don't know. we talk about? Yeah, I think so because I really like that beer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but if that's the case, then that's the best one so far. Yeah, so, oh, sorry. <laughs>
2: Yeah. No, it's okay. You can pass the beer over the two thousand dollar soundboard. That's all right. (laughs) (laughs) After you've been drinking for for about an hour. What's this
0: next? Okay, now this is interesting. We might have to do a taste test side by side. Okay. This is the Velvet Merlin. This is the unaged This is the one that Jim Crooks
2: talked about for three hours. Yes. Okay.
0: (laughs) So this is in nineteen ninety six I walked to the store and every step I took I had a different shoe on and then talk like that. (laughs) This is the unaged version of the Merkin. Unaged version, so it's the underage. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I drank it first. You drank That's it first, Everett.
2: You're gonna get him cooties. <laughs> That's
4: amazing. Is that really? so this good? This beer no, wow.
0: smells funny now. The taste. Oh God. You
2: got the uh, fucking. That's really good. Yeah, you know what? Like, I actually re- like it better than the re- aged version. Yeah, really? me too. Yeah. Wow, I do sorry. too. That's saying a lot. Wow. I'm still got the lion. There's a lot of coffee
0: it. in that.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Well, yeah. No, I like this one better too. Yeah.
0: I don't see the big deal with age now. Seriously, let me just go back back to the,
1: the, let me try the other one. Yeah, this one's like, it seems like it's fresher. By the way, that's
0: 5.5%. That's uh, 8.5%. You know,
1: I like the other one better. Yeah, I like the original 8.5%. Oh, you do?
2: Let me taste that one right (laughs) after that one. Only
1: because it has more alcohol in it. Yeah, I think yeah. the eight
2: point, the eight percent one. But I like that this is smoother. Though, this is Merv, it's, it's way smoother. smoother. If I was to like to give like a craft beer Virgin a beer they would have given the Velvet Mervin. Yeah, but these far as
0: Merkin, um, Merlin. Merlin. I said Mervin, Merlin. Merlin, Merlin or Merkin, which one? Oh, I said Mervin. <laughs> you can't name Mervin. your own Merlin.
1: <laughs> this is great for every day. This yes. is a special occasion. That's right. And the people that are listening can't see me pointing, so you should yes. point out what I just. <laughs> the <thought>. Merkin,
0: <laughs> the Merkin is special occasion on yeah. yeah. holidays. The Merkin. Yeah, yeah. it's also. $21. Every
1: $21. day Mer- I would do yeah. Merlin every day. Right. So you don't spend $21. Yeah,
0: Merlin's cheap. Right, right.
2: So we have our last beer here. We're going to try. Cassie. You don't want to
0: spend $21 on beer if you're not if
2: you're going to like... Right, if you're
0: just testing the waters. Right. Like, yeah, I'll test this one for 21 bucks. Fuck no. We've actually had this beer before and I really, really, really like it. And it's the Firestone Opal. I think it's like 6.5% or something like that. Is this the Saison? Yeah, it's a Saison. It's my favorite style of beer. Yeah, it's, really? a, dry, it's yes. a dry hop saison. Really? Yes. Yes. You want to taste it first? No! Oh, no. no, we already tested that. I think once I you're messed okay. Up. We need to wrap up after this.
2: All right, this is our last beer, Ronan. We'll be done in a second. David, what do you think?
1: There's a lot of bubble in there. Yeah. <laughs> it's <happy> uh, beer.
0: <laughs> <laughs> is it happy?
1: There's a lot of bubble. Um, Whoa. Yeah, there you go. Keep sucking. Good saison. That's what she said. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of, lot of back-end, for right, right. on there.
2: There's a lot of back-end, yeah. yes. Wow. I'll just hold this up. That's a yeah. happy beer. It's, it's very good, it. though. I love no, it. No, it's
0: delicious. I love this beer.
2: Yes. Uh, so, Cassie, uh, what do you think is the best beer that we had today?
0: Um, uh, the Firestone Walker. I actually really, really love the Merlin.
2: Yes, I, th- I have to with you. Yeah. I think, Firestone Walker, your, uh, your beer is the Velvet Merlin. Yeah. That's right. I'll show it on the Ustream camera and the other cameras that are here.
0: I love this beer, though, but it's, like, so happy that it's, like, exploding all yes. over the place. Like, exploding all over the place. You like when it explodes all over the place. Yeah. Yes. Right. Okay. All right, so folks. Anyway. Uh,
2: let's, uh, now we play the game where we uh, tell you what's going on next week and see if we can remember
0: what's going on next week. Next week, week we, are have, right. we have Uno. Almost! Uh. Uno! Uno is going to be on the show. Like the Hamilton. game? No, from <laughs> Uno Bar and Grill. Okay. From Hammondton, New Jersey. Okay. going to be on the show. Also, Mia Isabella. Mia Isabella, porn star. Mia Isabella will be on,
2: um... Pretty uh, interesting porn star. You can look her up. I won't say anything further.
0: Then we're going to have a week off for Thanksgiving. Yes. And then the next week we will have Natalie from Founders Brewing Company on. And we're working on a second guest. We're working on a
2: second guest, but it's going to be a kick-ass guest. And I just want to talk about, once again, our show on December 12th, which will be our anniversary show, our three-year anniversary show. It'll be at Pat's Bar in Mountlington, New Jersey. It's going to be a wild and crazy show. we got shit lined up that's going to uh, get you drunk and And that's mind, a And so. that's
0: a live, uh, you guys can all come. You can all come, party with us, nice. um, hang you know, out. get drunk. We're going to you have guys girls walking around giving shots.
2: we uh, you know, all kinds of crazy stuff, so it's going to be a fun show. Uh, so thank you very much to Jim Crooks uh, from uh, the guy the beer. I almost forgot the beer. Firestone had. Walker. Firestone Walker uh, for being on the show. Very informative caller. And uh, hope he doesn't watch the UStream UStream feed. And um, and we also have beers not TV on. Oh, if I forget them, that will be really bad. Nice. Yeah, so right. beers not TV on. Thank you, all the cameras and stuff. Thank you. This is just fucking awesome, and yeah. this is awesome, David. Thank you very thank much you for guys. being on the show. Yeah. Uh, this is just an awesome experience and just uh, awesome all around. I think I can say awesome. Ooh. Five an awesome cars. night. Oh, Cassie, it's exploding in her face. <laughs> oh. Anyway, <laughs> happy beer. But anyway, thank you much. Thank you so much, everybody, and uh, drink on. You're
4: listening to
3: Drinking Dirty in Jersey with Chris Finley and Cassie Finley right here on LA Talk Radio.